Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? It's been a crazy, crazy year, right? I mean, for me personally, I can't even get into the majority of what my year has been like, uh, you know, for certain reasons, you know, confidentiality and all that. But I'm going to tell you what. I have had a majorly impressive year in terms of productivity, um, resilience, focus, drive. You know, it's not an easy thing to just run a business, work full time, be a caregiver, um, be a human being on your own and, you know, look after other people, relatives. I mean, I look at the amount of territory I've covered this year and I don't even really know how I did it incredible just absorbing shots without stopping you know what i mean just taking the blows and just continuing to move my legs across the across the goal line um i use that analogy for life quite a bit the football analogy because i had the great privilege of watching the st louis rams and uh when we got marshall falk it was unbelievable like I, The one thing about St. Louis is St. Louis doesn't celebrate St. Louis, so other places don't really respect us either. Um, If people really knew how great the Rams were, like we watched, I watched every game. Uh, The greatest show on turf was better than anybody really remembers because they don't really remember how great they actually were. And I remember watching that team in 99 and being like, wait, this there this is this is pretty good you know um I even had a bet with one of my buddies from St. Louis we met in at in college and I was visiting him in Seattle and I was like uh I think the Rams are gonna be pretty good this year and he laughed so hard I think that was the fall of 98 because they no 99 2000 is when they won so in the fall just this summer of 99, I was in Seattle and I was like, I think the Rams are going to be pretty good. And he laughed so hard, like a mocking laugh. So I said, okay, cool. Want to bet, want to bet on it or something. And we didn't really bet. I don't think, but I was like, okay, mark my words. And then they won the Super Bowl, And he was like, you couldn't have known they'd be that good. I said, I told you I had a feeling. So don't doubt my feelings. (laughs) Moral of the story. Um, but anyway, it was it was incredible to watch. I mean, Marshall Falk is better than you can remember. And if Stan Musial had played for the Yankees, you'd never stop talking about him. If Bob Gibson had played for the Yankees, you'd never stop talking about him. Kurt Warner was fantastic. And he gets a little shine, but I don't I mean, I'm glad he's still working and he's on the NFL Network and everything. But he, he was he was incredible. The only other team that's like that now is the Kansas City Chiefs, where you're like, oh, it's third and 14. They'll get it. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was just like, oh, yeah, they're going to get it. They're just going to march down the field and score. It was fantastic. So I used the Marshall Falk life analogy because he was incredible. He never was out of a play, and he could catch as well as he could rush, you know, and, uh, his legs never stop moving. So when you are in a crisis in life, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Just don't stop moving. Tough people. What is it? Tough times don't last, but tough people do. And the best way uh, when you're going through hell, keep going. That's one another quote. So this year has been I mean, if it was a roller coaster ride, I think I would be vomiting all over the place by now because it was just like too much. <laughs> but. 
you know, the preparation uh, for whatever's next in my life, I feel was there. Um, I felt protected and loved and uh, pushed uh, universally, uh, even though my day to day was stressful and hectic. Uh, I can look back and say that this was part of my destiny, part of part of what I was put here to do, to learn, to witness. And um, I'm thankful for that. And I don't mean to throw people, but I do think you have a destiny. Everybody has a reason why they were here and you have to figure out what that is. And you have to make those decisions and um, get close to where you are supposed to be so you can do what you came here to do. And sometimes it's just a matter of becoming who you need to become. Um, Of course, I wanted to be wildly successful at 20. Of course I did. But if you're not a singer or a dancer or something that can easily be pimped out, mostly singer or um, some uh, an actor or something that somebody can take and put out in the world, you know, or an athlete, you know, you're you're not going to get you're not going to hit your peak in your 20s. Let's just put it that way. The average person, uh, you're not going to walk into most companies and be like, hey. I get it. I get there's the tech world, but that's a very small percentage of jobs. Most 20 to 25 year olds aren't going to walk into anywhere and be like, I'm your boss. Uh, and no one will trust your knowledge base. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm. it's unrealistic. And I'm not even a fan of that word, but it's it's probably unhealthy for you too to think like, oh, I'm going to you know, peak at 25. And that's what I, I mean, I was the closest I've ever been to making a full length feature film was at 25. And I'm not going to lie. I took a lot of time to sulk because the project fell apart. We had actors, we had a director at one point I was going to direct it. It was really, really close. We had one sheets. My mom still has the one sheet up downstairs. And it was like, this is hard. I really, really, uh, you know, I really wanted to that it took about a year to try to get everything together and it fell apart and it was heart wrenching. And I was like, dude, I'm not making any money. I got to work. And I literally put my head down for 10 years or so and just worked and wrote on the side and, you know, did a few projects here and there, but nothing super major, nothing really got produced. And it was just devastating. I was really, really, um, disappointed. And then something happened in the last 10 years uh, because it never went away. Cause if you're creative, if that's the calling on your life, it doesn't go away. So I always stayed studying film, working on my craft, trying to be a better writer. And I never stopped writing. And also once I formed my company and decided to expand the, the types of content that we would do, um, you know, I can say for the last five years, I've been wildly creative, um, not just with screenplays, though, not just writing. So it's just been a, a journey. And of course, I wanted everything to work out at 25. But don't get discouraged if it doesn't. You could be alive for another 70 years after you're 25, minimum. With medicine, I read somewhere some dude's trying to make it standard to live to be 120. I mean, if you take care of yourself, and uh, eat right and exercise. And, you know, if you don't have anything majorly wrong with you, you could be here for a minute. So to think that you're going to peak at 25 
it's probably unhealthy because you also probably won't have the skill set to sustain it at 25. So, yeah, in the last 10 years, it's just been some sort of metamorphosis. And if it can happen for me, it can happen for you. I think most of my peer group, which are 69 babies, the year 1969, get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, Most of my peers are starting businesses, certainly the women starting businesses, growing businesses, picking up side hustles. Um, We have more energy than we did when we were in our 20s because we're not distracted. You know what I mean? And you realize, dude, I got to retire one day. I need to have a certain quality of life. And so you start hustling. You know, I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. Haven't in a while. It's been a while. I don't really have a ton of time to listen. Um, But definitely, if you're an introductory or or you're thinking about starting your own business, you definitely should listen to Gary V. He's going to hurt your feelings. But you know, if you're if you're not giving maximum effort, you deserve to be called out and he will do that for you. Um, this has been truly, truly uh, a challenging year, but it has set me up for what I believe will be an epic 2020. I think most people will have an epic 2020. I hope so. And, uh, you know, I hope you're prepared. I hope you're prepared for a great year. Um, you deserve it. You deserve your destiny. If, if you learn nothing else from this podcast, I hope that's it, that you deserve to be happy, that you deserve the life you want. You deserve the life you've desired all these years, you know, but there are no shortcuts. You will work and you will work very, very hard. If you want to be a, a rapper, you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have to work. If you are a musician, you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have to work. Um, Build a solid team. Find people around you who who want to help you, not exploit you. Uh, And use your gifts and talents, you know. Just focus on your craft and do what you have to do to pay the bills. That's legal because you ain't going to be making art from jail. Uh, And, you know, just try to get out here and, and stay consistent. Consistent content will change your life. Make it quality, though. Nobody wants to watch your nonsense. So make it good. But anyway, um, I'm impressed with this year. Because <laughs> I think on the outside, I had a thought last night. It was like, on the outside, I, I clearly got my ass kicked. But, but then a, a very cool voice was like, but you didn't. <laughs> Most of this year felt like a, a, an ass kicking. But, you know, in reality, I don't think I got my ass kicked. I think I won. So, I mean, maybe it's just how you look at things. So maybe sometimes winning looks like an ass kicking. (laughs) You're either kicking ass or getting your ass kicked. I don't know. Sometimes winning looks like an ass whooping. But you still won. I don't know. Figure it out. The 
the base, I kept in the cup But don't feel safe, I'ma get you sucker You took my woman and you took my money And you kept the change, you motherfucker I'ma chase you down the street Cause boy, I'ma chase you up the river You can run, but you can hide from me And don't look back, I'm Jack the Ripper I'ma get it plus the extra fees And boy, it ain't no sense running from me Should've known never to mess with me Cause boy, you about to get, about to get what's coming Cause boy, you about to get, about to get what's coming uh. I'm looking for the K.O., looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down I'm looking for the K.O., looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down I'm looking for the K.O., looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down I'm looking for the K.O., looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down And he don't want it with these fists of cuffs I wish the motherfucker would try to test his luck His ass gon' need plastic the way you mess him up It ain't gon' be no safe passage when I catch his butt Cause, uh, it about to be a knockout It about to be a knockout About to be a knockout It about to be a knockout 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 Took my gift and you took my glory I'm about to end you and end your story This ain't the lie, swear to God I'm honest And boy, this ain't a threat, you can bet I promise Boy, you better not let me catch you sleeping Cause I'ma be the nightmare that you're dreaming I know you fade, I've signed and sealed it Cause boy, it's about the time I know you feel it Say, boy, I hope you said them prayers Cause I'm about to send you back to your maker On the cliff, it ain't gonna be no jumping Cause boy, you about to get, about to get what's coming Cause boy, you about to get, about to get what's coming uh, uh. Huh. I'm looking for the K, yo, looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down I'm looking for the K, yo, looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down I'm looking for the K, yo, looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down I'm looking for the K, yo, looking for it now If you a glass jar, you know we going down I'm dropping bombs on the face like Vietnam And ain't, and ain't nobody gonna be around The way you beat him down and leave his ass beating now uh-huh. You gave me every reason, whole ass clown So when I see you best believe this when it's going down now uh-huh. It's about to be a knockout uh-huh. About to be a knockout About to be a knockout uh-huh. About to be a knockout 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 Coming. Nice. 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 Nice.